This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Love the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. He is also the pre- and post-game co-host of the Cowboys Radio Network. Uh, Brian, before we uh, jump into uh, Cowboys talk and some of the, the, the off-season discussion, uh, anything uh, of interest to you from this past weekend? We've got a 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl on deck. Any thoughts on uh, how things shook out in the conference championships? Man, I'll tell you what, um, find players on all four teams. Um, it's unfortunate for the Ravens. Their quarterback didn't play particularly well. Their offensive coordinator had trouble in that game. Their defensive coordinator didn't really have a great plan for what Mahomes was able to do. But then you're learning about Pat Mahomes is that regardless of who he has, he's going to find a way to get the job done. Um, feel terrible for the Lions fans. Um, and I don't, you know, all year long, that's who they've been, you know, with the way that they play, with the way that their coach manages the game. Um, unfortunately, you know, they, it's going to come down to those fourth down plays. But, you know, the Lions played really well all year. And the 49ers are tough. They're they're a resilient team. The last couple of weeks that they've come back, you know, Green Bay, and then now this game, 17 points down. So, you know, I think we're going to have a really an outstanding Super Bowl matchup. You know, Kansas City is is continually proves that they're a you know they're a team that everybody talked about. All they only can win on they can only win at home. Well, they've won on the road. Their 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 road to the Super Bowl. It kind of reminds me of the road of the Super Bowl, say the 07 Giants, you know, mm-hmm. where they had to go through Tampa, Dallas, and Green Bay to get to the Super Bowl and then beat New England. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's a uh, very resilient football teams, very tough football teams. Um, it just shows you the magnitude of the game when your star players don't play at their absolute best. What could happen to you? And uh, I think it happened to them, uh, it happened to those teams that, uh, that lost yesterday, but the stars look, you know, look at Kelsey, the way he played at, you know, Kansas city. Um, they were, I think the metrics told me not think I know the metrics told me he was seven of seven versus the safeties uh, for the Ravens. You know, when you look wow. at targets, the receptions, I think it was 79 yards, one touchdown. 
seven of seven. You know, that's that's what you got to do. You got to go out there in, in, in games like that where, you know, you knew it was going to be tough. Kansas City had a really nice plan. The way they called Andy called the game, the way the quarterback executed, uh, very deserving of of being in the Super Bowl once again. So not to to rehash any bad feelings for Cowboys fans. Yeah. But I am curious. One of the things that we had discussed on Monday morning on 105 through the fan was this idea of do you watch those games? Do you watch that Detroit San Francisco game, which San Francisco very resilient, comes back, uh, you know, Detroit with just a, an awful collapse. Yes. Um, but do you watch that and do you say, oh man, th- this San Francisco team may have been a little bit more vulnerable than we thought? Or yeah. Do you yeah. look at it from the other side and say Detroit was probably going to smack you in the mouth coming back for some revenge a couple weeks later? You know, I, I think that uh, Detroit coming back to Dallas would have always been a really interesting storyline. Um, you know, but they would have had to prove, you know, Dallas at Dallas beats Green Bay. Then we continue to ride the narrative of Dallas playing well at home and being a tough team to beat at home. And Green Bay would have had, I mean, excuse me, Detroit would have had to deal with that. I feel like, though, that to me, San Francisco now is a different team than it was in week five. Yeah. You know, and I think like you're starting to see that there are things that they do have issues with. You know, if you can run the ball on, you know, well enough, San Francisco has had some problems. When Dallas played them in week five, it's like San Francisco wasn't giving up yards. You know, now they've, you know, but they've got, you know, you know, Steve Wilkes has done a great job with the defense and, you know, and the way that they mix their coverages. Um, you know, they move Bosa around. I mean, uh, that, you know, Penny, Penny Sewell, Penny Sewell, they, I think there were 48, 46 drop back pass situations in that game. He didn't give up a pressure. You know, he didn't give up anything. And so, you know, but what He's they incredible. do, they move Bosa around to try and hunt. You know, hunt spots, and and they do, and that's that's what you got to have. And um, I think the San Francisco 49ers at home were a beatable team. You know, I mean, you look at what Green Bay did to them the week before. They were they were you know Green Bay had them on the ropes, but they didn't they didn't lose the game. They did not lose either game. And to their credit, that's you know that's what you have to have. That's why they deserve to be in the Super Bowl. But boy, I, you know, I'd love to have seen Dallas have that opportunity. I'd love to have seen him beat Green, uh, beat Green Bay, then beat Detroit, and then go take a crack at San Francisco. You know, that 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 Detroit team's tough, man. That is a tough team to deal with. You know, when you look at their the way they play, that offensive line, I mean, is really, really, really good. Yeah, and they they run the ball just really impressively. Ben yeah. Johnson does a great job. He does drawing he does. that stuff up. That's mm-hmm. why he's in all likelihood going to get a head coaching opportunity during sure. this cycle. Uh, and, and that's the that's the and we'll talk next segment a little bit about the Cowboys' approach to the running game. But that is the one thing that gives me a little pause and makes me say I, I don't know if you can take advantage of of San Francisco the same way that Detroit did because no, I just because don't know that you don't you're run, run the ball, ball well enough. Like you don't yeah. run the ball, but but it, it gave you it gave it. it Week five, the Cowboys weren't good enough to beat that team, you no. know. And I'm not saying they would have been good enough to beat him in a championship game, but but San Francisco looks like a different team the last couple of weeks. They For don't. Sure. They don't look like that now. When you watch guys, and the reason why they trade for a guy like McCaffrey, 
they get they get in a situation where like half of his runs, 20, he had 20 runs, half of his runs were against stack box. His mm-hmm. most productive runs in the game were when they had stack box. That's eight men or more in a box playing run defense. Two touchdowns, 50-something. I mean, that's that's what you got to have. You, you got to when, – when it's the end of the game or you're trying to get back in the game, that ability, that threat, you know? And the Cowboys don't have that. They don't no. have that ability to hand the ball to somebody in stack box and have them just either kill the game or get you back in the game. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's a and, – and that's something that clearly Mike McCarthy wanted to have. He talked about it during the offseason, that that was something that he really wanted. Um, yeah. it, it's just it obviously didn't work out that way. You're, you're, you know, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, as yeah. they say. Mm-hmm. And, and look, they had every intention, I think, to have an effective running game. It just it was not in the cards for them. Like so, we'll talk a little bit about that next segment. A little bit of coaching news really quickly, Brian. Uh, Dan Quinn, we're still waiting to find out what's going to happen uh, on, on that front. That's going to get done this week. That's going to get done this week, Bobby. Do you think- this episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Do you think he gets the Seattle job? I don't know which job he's going to get because now you've got guys like Adam Schefter, who I have a lot of respect for, is talking about, well, it's not a it's not a foregone conclusion that Ben Johnson's gonna get that that commander's job. You know? Yeah. I think Dan Quinn, I, I think there's the the two possibilities. Uh we'll see what happens in Seattle. You know, we'll see what happens with McDonald interviewing in Seattle now. You know, that that one will be that will be interesting to see what direction John Snyder goes. But when guys like uh, Adam Schefter are saying, well it's don't you know kind of you know, keep keep an eye on this one. Don't loan, you know, I mean it's not a it's not it's not done deal, you know. Um, but it's gonna get done this week because what my experience has been, the NFL does not want you breaking news during the Super Bowl week. Sure. They don't they yeah. don't want you doing that. You know, it's like all these interviews and stuff. They didn't want people talking about these interviews when championship weekend was going on. They don't they do not want you taking away from what's going on with the Super Bowl. Yeah. So these interviews, I think I think, you know, when these second interviews are happening now, I think we're going to see some results in the next, say, Thursday, Friday. Uh, you know, but then even into when the teams get into Las Vegas, then you'll then you'll start. I don't think anybody's gonna carry this thing into uh into Super Bowl week. I, I think you're gonna have a an understanding of some I think the last two jobs are gonna be filled by the time we get to teams landing in Las Vegas. Best guess. Uh next Monday, who is employing Dan Quinn? I'm gonna say that that's tough because I feel like that man, I mean John Snyder was my was my intern in, in Green Bay, and I, I can't get a word out of him. I mean, I just can't even. Um, I want to say that Dan Quinn's going to be back with the Dallas Cowboys. I, that's know? the way I'm leaning right now. Yeah. I, I, I think say, I'm leaning that direction. 
I think that look that might what that might do is look Adam Dirty has gotten a couple interview requests. The defensive line coach, uh, the Rams have requested to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Falcons with Raheem Morris, the Packers. Look, this was something that I, I can't remember if we talked about. It. I know I talked about it last week on the fan, but this is something that when you look at Dave Canales getting the job in Carolina, or you look at Raheem Morris getting it in Atlanta, a lot of times those guys, especially when you're a young head coach. Canales, a first-time head coach, Raheem Morris not having been a head coach in, you know, a decade. A lot of times you're just going to go based off of connections that you have um, and 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 people that you know. So it, it it makes sense that Canales, you know, reaches out and they they have a request in for Will Harriger, who the Cowboys added to their staff last year as an offensive assistant. He had been at USC with Caleb Williams, um, but he was in Seattle where Canales was there. Mm-hmm. Um, it made sense that Raheem Morris, having coached with Adam Dirty, would say, hey, uh, let, let's give him a call. That, that's sure. somebody that we like, and that's somebody that's really well liked across the league. So yes. I agree. I think Quinn most likely back, not a slam dunk, but I would say most likely he's back. Um, and I think that because, you know, growth is capped here for Adam Dirty, I would not be surprised if Adam Dirty takes a job this offseason. And so they'll, I, they very well may have a defensive line opening because that's, He's an impressive coach. The guys really, really like him, and he's thought really well of across the league. And so I, I think that's kind of where we're heading. But like he's you say, we should teacher. have an answer soon. He's a great teacher. He really, really is a great teacher. And, you know, you can see that, that obviously that Dan has been a big influence on him. The way And the players, as you mentioned, absolutely love him and his style and, you know, the hands-on approach and the way he's, you know, the way he's able to communicate so yeah, it, it they they very well could be maybe they're not going to be hunting a defensive coordinator, but they might be hunting a defensive line coach. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.